Hey, Michelle here with the Magic Is You podcast, and I just want to pose a question. Where would you be if for a set amount of time that you decide you focus just on creativity? And this is not about, oh, you need to focus or, oh, you only need to do one thing to be successful. This is about removing all of the outside factors and giving yourself the space to just create. So where would you be if, let's say, for 30 days, you made one podcast a day and you didn't stop to ask yourself, who is this helping? How does this solve a problem for my audience? What call to action do I need to have? How does this relate to my other offerings or all of that? Like what if you removed all of that and you just focused on the practice, the practice of making a podcast a day, not for any exterior result, but just for the inner result, the 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 reality that you're building a muscle and you're probably healing a lot of inner stuff, inner crap by doing this every day for 30 days because what's what's quote unquote holding you back is not a lack of clarity. It's not a lack of knowing what to do. It's just, I don't want to overuse this word, but it's probably just trauma. (laughs) Lots and lots of traumatic experiences throughout your life, starting from childhood, that made you believe that you're not enough as you are. So I would recommend picking something to practice on for a set amount of time every single day. And if you skip a day, miss a day, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to say, oh, go back to the beginning and do it all over again. Just, you know, you're, you're bigger than this challenge and you're bigger than this practice. You can skip a day and not make that mean anything. Just keep going. But if you were to give yourself this space to just do the act of whatever it is, whether it's making a podcast, whether it's painting a painting, whether it's um, creating, maybe you give yourself a longer challenge. Maybe your challenge is, I want to create an, a class on Skillshare every, every month, one class per month for a year. What if you gave yourself the space to do that and you didn't judge anything? You didn't measure any results. You didn't ask yourself, if is it working or not working? Because what that does is it makes you focus on what's happening outside of you, which you don't have 100% control over. You only have control over what's happening inside of you. And there is always a result there. You can always look at what's inside of you and know that after you publish that podcast or publish that blog post or publish that class on Skillshare, 
you are a bigger person than you were before you did that. And that is, if you focus on that, you're always going to be winning. And if you give yourself the space to do this, yes, you're going to get to a point where you will have an external result. And the thing is, it might not be anything that you could have predicted. So to try to predict a result and reach a result that is outside of you, you might be blinding yourself to all the other results that want to show themselves to you, but you're so obsessed with, no, I need I need to have 50 people sign up by XYZ date, otherwise I didn't hit my goal. If you focus on the personal growth and then let the external result be whatever it is, that is such a powerful way to make progress because on the one hand, you're surrendering to whatever is the highest good that can come out of what you're doing. And on the other hand, you are taking 100% responsibility for the fact that this is your personal growth is 100% in your control. And one, one example of me doing this in my business is uh, years ago, I think it was 2018, Amy and I decided to start a YouTube channel together. We didn't sit down and ask ourselves, okay, what is our show going to be about? Who is it helping? How does this relate to selling other products? What are our goals and metrics and how many subscribers do we want by this date? Like we didn't do any of that. All we did was look at each other and say, we're freaking terrified to do this, but let's do it because we're scared. Let's do it because we're scared because we are bigger than YouTube. But if there's something in us that feels like, oh, YouTube is scary, getting on video is scary, then that is the signal of where inner work needs to happen. That is the signal where we need to work on ourselves to be bigger than the fear. We literally did YouTube to just practice being bigger than the fear of getting on video and sharing our opinions and pressing publish. Like that was it. That was all and and we had fun talking to each other. <laughs> we were already talking to each other and having all kinds of conversations. And we decided, what if we just press record and then press publish? So it was an experiment, but really it was also for personal growth. Because whatever you want to achieve on the outside, whether it's making more money or growing your business, selling more stuff, all of that external stuff is always going to be a direct reflection of the level of your personal growth. So if you want level 10 results in your external life, then you need to become a level 10 person inside. So people get it backwards sometimes where they forget the personal growth. They don't even think about growing and and expanding and being bigger than their fears and healing trauma and 
making peace with their inner child and all this inner work, personal growth type stuff. They don't even look at that and they just go straight to, okay, how do I do, how do I do YouTube? How do I upload a video? What problem am I solving? Do I need to pick a niche? What niche do I need? Da, 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 da. Like they, it's such a distraction. Like all of that can obviously, if you want, be something you look at, but it shouldn't be at the expense of prioritizing your personal growth. And what I see is people look at all those things as a way to escape prioritizing their personal growth because it's easy to get distracted by how do I upload a YouTube video? What's the right way to do YouTube? And use that as a way to ignore what is really going on here? Why am I afraid to do this? And then digging into that and realizing that there's 20 years worth of stuff that comes up needing to be addressed and healed. And my one-year-old just walked in, so now we got to wrap this up. But I just wanted to make this podcast about, like I've talked about this before, and I just wanted to do a podcast talking about it again. Um, okay, the one-year-old is leaving. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Um, so I just, I keep coming back to this because this is the most important thing. Because at the end of the day, you have 100% control over recording a podcast, making a video, creating a class. There is absolutely nothing stopping you. There's absolutely nothing stopping you from doing from doing something you want to do. The only reason year after year after year after year goes by is not because you didn't figure out your nits. It's not because you don't know how to how to use a software. It's because you have unhealed trauma <laughs> that if you look at it and unravel it, everything else starts to flow. And you know, this is just my opinion. I don't want to say you have trauma issues, but I know that for me, all the growth that I have ever experienced is in direct correlation to me healing stuff from my past. Me healing ideas and perceptions and thoughts that aren't coming from my true self. They're coming from programming. They're coming from traumatic experiences. And trauma doesn't need to be this big cataclysmic thing. It could, it could be the smallest of experiences. It could be you were 10 years old and your best friend looked at something you made and said, that's silly. Only little kids do that, which happened to me, by the way. <laughs> and that can just completely alter how you see yourself in a way that takes you further away from who you really are and then impacts impacts you as an, an adult who now doesn't give herself full permission to do what she wants to do and be the full expression of herself. So when I say trauma, I'm not trying to be some therapist who's able to talk on this in a in a uh, completely knowledgeable way, I'm talking about this in a way where I know that even these tiny, tiny, seemingly tiny experiences from our past, where 
our brain shifted into a different direction based off of an external circumstance or instance. That can count as a traumatic experience because anything, any experience where you didn't get the love or respect that you deserved in that moment, that's like little T trauma. There's big T trauma and there's little T trauma. And I learned this from Ashton Kip. And for me, the way I look at it is anything that that separated us from the truth of who we really are, that can be a, a traumatic experience. That can be some that's something that needs to be healed. That's something that needs to be looked at, addressed, healed, and we need to go back to that little girl and say, it's safe for you to do what you want to do now. It's safe for you to be who you want to be in this podcast, in this moment, in the in the paint in the act of painting this painting, in the act of creating this class, in the act of making this blog post, in the act of sending this email, you can be you. And I'm making it safe for you to be you. And part of making it safe is but by not allowing yourself to consider the opinions and the problems and like all of this stuff that we are told to think about when we're doing business, like what does your audience need? How can you serve them? Da, 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 da. He, he, if I want, if I were to make someone remember anything about anything I talk about, it would be this. The highest, best way for you to serve other people is by being who you really are. By being the fullest expression of you, that automatically serves other people. Other people benefit from you being you and doing you doing what you want to do. The byproduct of that is other people benefit. So the tragedy here is people will sacrifice who they are, sacrifice what they want to do in order to, quote unquote, serve other people, serve their audience, serve the world, help other people, blah, blah, blah. And that is the very thing that doesn't work. We need to change the way we work, change the way we do business, change the way that we approach creativity and putting our work into the world because because if it's coming from this place of not looking at where you need nurturing and healing and self-love and sacrificing all of that in order to go out there and help people it's crazy it doesn't work and i see that so much where like literally <laughs> i would go to events and if other people there know know me they'll come up and they'll be like okay how do how do how do i do this and how do how do i build my business and how do i like asking for advice and i'm like i can just feel this energy of like they're basically asking how they can get out there and serve the audience and help other people with whatever it is they're offering but at the same time it's like i can just feel the energy of how tired and worn out and and 
how much they they just need to give themselves that care and that love that they're trying to put out into the world and they just need to give that to themselves and if they could only give that to themselves then automatically other people would benefit without you trying to figure out how do I benefit other people that's not something I try to do I don't try to go out there and help people and serve people and benefit people I just do what I want to do and automatically as a byproduct it serves and benefits other people like that is the shift that is the foundation if you were to take anything away from what I teach I just hope that you hear that can you take care of yourself deep enough to heal all those parts that are screaming out for healing give yourself the space to do something just because you want to do it and then as a automatic byproduct let that benefit other people and that it just makes me think of um, someone in my community Maria Alejandra she just pub- published a podcast and Maria lives in um, Puerto, Puerto Rico and I think she was a little nervous about publishing a podcast in in um, Spanish I think she, Maria, I might be putting words into your mouth, but I think you had an idea that it might be better to just try to stick to English, but you probably had a deep desire to just speak from your native language and not worry about all of the English-speaking people in your audience and just make a podcast in your native language. And she just released the podcast. I'll put a link to her podcast in the description of this um, of my of this podcast episode and I love what she said let me try to look it up she said she said I am saying yes to miss desire <laughs> I love that she created this po- podcast as an act of saying yes to her desire not as a solution to an audience's pain point can you see that shift can you see how much more powerful you would be if you just made your first priority and your most important foundation you saying yes to desire can you see how much more you would create how much more you would enjoy the journey if you just made the priority I'm saying yes to desire oh I have a desire to make a podcast about this yes I have a desire to make a class about this yes okay now my sister's calling me (laughs) all right I better go keep getting interrupted but so I hope you got something out of this episode and I'll put a link to Maria's podcast in the description. I told her, I don't even speak Spanish, but send it to me. I'll listen to it. Maybe my husband can help translate. I'm just so excited for you. And who knows where it will lead because she's being the fullest expression of her and not trying to fit into a box of what she thinks other people need from her. Um, Just to wrap up the point I was making earlier about YouTube, Amy and I did 
the YouTube show just to do it, just to be bigger than our fear and to practice something new and to to grow ourselves as people capable of of talking and sharing opinions on video and pressing publish, which by the way, anyone can do. Everyone is capable of doing that. And the outcome of that wasn't, oh, we monetized our channel and we got tons of subscribers and now we're making all of this ad revenue money. And that has never been the result. We don't have a ton of subscribers. We don't have a ton of views, but there are plenty of true fans that have come out of that YouTube show, people who watch every video and then go on to buy every product. And that YouTube show has been not only something that has automatically as a byproduct helped other people, but for me and Amy, it helped grow us as not only as women, but as people who eventually were able to see, you know what, we, we are pretty good together. Let's let's see what else we can create from this collaborative energy. And then we went on to create um, a joint venture relationship and made hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue from products we made together. We would never have done that if we did not start that YouTube show in 2018. We would never have ended up forming a joint venture relationship if we never said yes to the desire to just start a YouTube show. So, we, And we would never have predicted that when we started the YouTube show. We would never have been able to sit down and say, you know what, after 18 months of doing this YouTube show, we want to be in a position to start a joint venture relationship and start creating courses together. That was not something we even imagined happening. So there is there's an element of just saying yes to desire here and then surrendering to whatever the result ends up being. Can you allow for whatever the highest, highest good? Can you allow for that? Can you allow the highest good to come out of whatever it is you're doing instead of trying to manipulate what you're doing to produce a certain type of result when really... There's a feast on the table and you're eating crumbs off the floor. And if you surrender, you can start to step into that feast. So hope this podcast helps. Thanks for listening. And be sure to check out Maria's podcast. Even if you don't speak Spanish, I think it's just, you know, just listen to it for a couple minutes to hear. Sorry, got cut off there. I have to splice this in now, but I was just saying listen to her podcast for a couple minutes even, or I don't know, if you speak Spanish, listen to the whole thing. Um, But I just love hearing the energy of a woman who has said yes to desire. I think it's beautiful. So the link to that is in the description. The link to join our newsletter is also in the description. So if you want to never miss an episode, um, click on our newsletter link, sign up, and we will keep you posted for all kinds of goodness for women who want to say yes to desire. Have a great day.